here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. Welcome in. My name is Mark Joff. Thanks for checking out the show. Got to give another shout out to my guy, Tony O.T. from last episode. Came on, we talked about Star Wars, and for the record, I do like Rise of Skywalker, although if you heard that episode, you might think I didn't like it. I liked it. There's just a lot of flaws with it, and it did not do what I thought it would do when that movie came out, so... It's fine, whatever. Uh, go see it, enjoy it, and then uh, move on because there's nothing really that's going to stick with you from it. But check out Tony O.T. on TonyOTV.com, Channel 19, Channel 35 in the Chicago suburban area on Comcast Public Access. All right, a show I've been wanting to do for a little bit now. We're in 2020, and I want to talk about my favorite albums from 2019. I've got nine of them here. I'm going to talk about them. Many of them came on this podcast and talked with me about those albums, so we're going to talk about that. Also, I got to give number one on my top 10 MCs list. I'm sure most people already know who it is. It's pretty obvious. I've made many clues. And if you know anything about hip hop music, you pretty much know who number one for most people already is. So shouldn't be a big surprise when I reveal number one on mine, but I'm going to do it anyway. And also want to give a rest in peace, Rocky Johnson. Uh, most people know him as The Rock's father. He had passed away a couple days ago, and uh, I remember him when I was uh, first watching WWF back in like the mid-80s. He was on the, the way out. He wasn't really part of the, the new wave of talent that was coming in when he had the Hulk Hogan era coming, and uh, he had moved on. Yeah, well, he was uh, one of those dudes that was just built like, you know, I mean, The Rock is built too, so you see where he gets it from, but he just put together and just looked like like he was chiseled and uh, his partner Tony Atlas won the tag championship belts with straight up you know a bodybuilding looking dude so uh, rest in peace to Rocky Johnson uh, so he's definitely a trailblazer for African Americans in wrestling and uh, he will definitely be missed he was 75 years old so rest in peace to Rocky Johnson and um, I'm getting word today that uh, one of my favorite MCs of the last few years here Walt Sicknan had passed and yeah, I'm having a hard time finding a lot of um, stories about him online, but uh, word is, is that he passed, and uh, that, that that just really shook me because uh, a big fan of his work, uh, one of the nicest MCs out of Philadelphia. Yeah, his album, Where's Walt, Yo, uh, came out 2014. I'm holding it now, and uh, man, the sickness, Philly wrecking stuff, story mode, and he's on some Slick Rick stuff there, 10 Rap Commandments. Oh, man, it just, it's just, it's just tough, man, because he's one of the nicest MCs in a game. He's just had that raw Philly style, and uh, if it's true what I've been hearing and reading, um, it, we definitely lost a, a true, a true MC, man. Just one of the all-time greats, and uh, especially of the modern era. So uh, rest in peace, Walt Sicknan and Rocky Johnson. All right, we're gonna get into the show here. As always, you could hear the show on all digital platforms, but also been added to TuneIn. Pandora, something called Pocket Cast. I added it to that the other day. I'm just finding all these new places and I'm just trying to put it on there and spread out as much as possible. Uh, something called Pod Knife. So I don't, <laughs> it's a, something I never heard of before, but it's available. It's free. I put it on there. You know, all the other places you could think of, you know, obviously Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Mixcloud. It's always in those places. Those are the main ones. But uh, if you're listening now, continue to listen to it where you have it. But if there's other places you would prefer to hear it, here's some other ones. And, and there's some other places I'm working on, too, that I'm trying to get it 
uh, also distributed. I think Radio Public is one. I just put it on recently as well. So check it out. Just keep following on Twitter at Infinite Banter or at DJ Soundwave 75. I'm constantly posting where you can find the show. Facebook at Infinite Banter. And I'm on Instagram, DJ Soundwave 75. All right, let's go ahead and get into these top nine albums of 2019. I'm really pumped to talk about these. And hopefully you guys hear this and you go out there and buy a couple of these records and support these uh, these artists. These are really good albums and really excited to talk about these. So before we do that, before I talk about number one on my list and a few other things, talk about being sick. I was sick for like better part of like three weeks. I've been feeling like crap. And I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, because I have a, a seven month old and she comes back from the daycare and I'm constantly catching something from her. Thankfully, she's okay, but uh, I never really got sick before and I keep getting sick. So it's uh, it's been rough. But anyway, everything's good now. So let's go ahead and get into it. But before we do anything, as always, this show never starts until you hear the one and only DMC say these words yo yo what's up this is me dmc the k-i-n-g the greatest mc in history and right now you're listening to infinite banter because we will banter on forever because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be i be infinite banter so for those who didn't know i'm obviously a huge hip-hop fan i mean i like all kinds of music as well but really hip-hop is where it's at for me and i've been fortunate to have many artists that I respect and like on this show talking about albums and stuff they've done in their careers and in the past I've had people like Cool Rock Ski from the Fat Boys and Cool Kim my man SB local cat from Chicago I mean lots of lots of MCs you know Ramsey's Ali Confucius and go down the line here and most of them have new music and they had new albums that came out last year some obviously that I did not get a chance to talk to and who knows if I ever will but I want to talk about my favorite albums of 2019. This is not in any kind of order. I'm just listing nine albums that I really like. And uh, if you guys are interested, go ahead and cop them. Go check them out. And I really, you know, my whole point of doing this is that I just want to get the word out there and get people to know about these albums and, you know, give these these albums a chance. I mean, you know, people always complain that they don't like what's on the radio and don't like what's uh, popular. There is good stuff out there. I've said this many times before. It's not like the Jehovah's Witness. You're not going to have good music come and knock on your door until you hear, listen to this. This is probably as close to that as you're going to get, but you got to seek it out, man. It's You got to be an aggressive, proactive fan if you want to find good music because it's not going to be on the radio. You're not going to find it on TV. You, it's word of mouth or you just somebody tells you about it and this is, this is what I'm doing here. I'm telling you about it. Here it is. So here's nine albums I really, really dig from last year. And I'm going to just go down the list here. Like I said, they're not in any kind of order. I'm just listing nine albums. So the first one is from my guy Big D and Easy Mo B. You know, Mo B, you know he's done so much uh, production over the years. And uh, Big D was part of Ultra Magnetic MCs. And their album, This Is My Life, I actually got the vinyl uh, recently and uh, from Tough Kong Records. So go check it out if you're interested. A lot of guest appearances on here. Cool Keith is all over this album. They got Percy P on here. Royal Flush. My guy Raph Almighty from Dirt Platoon, he's on the remix for the song I Rep New York. And uh, they just really bring that raw energy from New York on here. Supreme Gangster's a nice song on here. Uh, Back in the Days, uh, this dude Will Porter's on here a lot. And uh, yeah, just go check it out, man. It's it's a really hardcore New York album. And uh, Big D and Moby, they bring it to you. And if you want to hear that that raw sound from the East Coast, you can't go wrong with this album. Another one I really like, and I just got the CD in the mail, signed by these two dudes, and they were on episode number 26. My guy is Nomadic Poet, Dramatic XL from London, 1520 Mosquito Fly and Starships, and uh, 
man, I just shout out to those dudes. I mean, they're they're really cool dudes, and this album is is really good. It brings you back. I mean, the production and the scratching and just everything about it, it just brings you back to that era of raw hip hop and that, that that 90s feel, but not sounding like it's old. And uh, definitely appreciate them dudes. And uh, three of the songs that really stand out on there is the anthem. Ghost Rider and Rock Kim Tradition. All three are probably the top songs on the album, but the whole album as a whole is really good. They have a new video for the Rock Kim Tradition song. Ghost Rider, they have a video as well. And uh, two of those songs I premiered on the podcast. If you want to go back and listen to it, it's episode number 26. When I talked to them, interviewed them, played a couple of the songs. So definitely go check out their album, 1520, Mosquito Fly, and Starships. One of the best albums of 2019. Another guest I had on the show and another album that's one of my favorites of 2019 is from my guy Cool Kim. You remember him from the UMCs, also know him as NY Oil. His album Demo Music came out late last year, and he was on episode 21 with me. Really fun talking to him, and uh, such a such a good album. And the concept was really cool, too. It was a little cassette, but it had a USB hookup to it. And uh, it's just really innovative what he was doing. The song Get Down was just one of my favorites of the year. And I also played it on the episode. If you go back and listen to it, you could check it out. Skate 450 Nanometers was one of my favorite songs on there. I played that one a lot. Uh, It's Cool Kim. A lot of cool records on that album, man. Don't sleep. Cool Kim demo music. One of my favorite albums of 2019. And I recommend you check it out at coolkimumc.com. You can go buy it. And I believe he's got a new song with Akil from Jurassic 5. I got to check that song out. But uh, yeah, shout out to Cool Kim. Uh, Really, really good album, demo music. Another album from another person who was on the show, my man Confucius. He dropped this album, King and the Pope. And once again, if you want to hear about that album in more in depth, then here's some songs from it. Go back to episode 10, and uh, really, really happy to have uh, had him on. And that album, King and the Pope, is just a straight banger. I mean, I had it. Soon as I was done talking to him, I was like, I got to go cop this album immediately. And, you know, there's so many good songs in there. I Feel All Right, one verse, which is kind of like a different take on the Nas One Mike song, but to another level, uh, Shoot My Shot. He's a song there called Martin Scorsese. Just a lot of good records, man. And uh, so much good music out there. I just I just can't say that enough. And this Confucius album, King and the Pope, really good, man. And uh, the production is sick on there. He actually has a new project that just came out. And it's called, uh, let me look it up here, Analex of Confucius. Just copped that the other day. It's a little more soulful. It's a different feel than the King of the Pope, but it's really good. It's a little different level, different vibe on this one. But as always, the lyrics are top notch, and he just he doesn't mess around. So go check out that Confucius album, King and the Pope. You can find it on all digital platforms. As of all these albums, they're all on digital all the digital platforms you can think of. If you want the physical copy, like the CD or the vinyl, you definitely can find it. They're not hard to find. I'll try and put some of the links up on my pages here. Another album that a lot of people were really anticipating coming out was Sky Zoo and Pete Rock. Retropolitan, and this one right here does not disappoint. I mean, when you've got Pete Rock doing the production, I mean, you can't go wrong. And Sky Zoo is one of the nicest MCs of this era of the current times, and he's he's been really killing it for a long time. And I'm a big fan of Sky Zoo. So many good songs on this one. It's all good. Penny jerseys. There's a nice song towards the end of the album called Eastern Conference All Stars. It has a dude from Griselda, you know, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, Conway. Just really good record, man. A production, of course, with Pete Rock. You know it's it's right there. So uh, shout out to Sky Zoo and Pete Rock. They made a classic here, Retropolitan. Another album which featured somebody who was on the show here was my guy Drake Cobbs. He came on episode number 20. So go back and check out that episode. 
My man Real One did a lot of production on this one. It's called Fountain of Truth. It's just that straight Chicago underground, like boom bap, raw steez. I mean, a lot. So layered, man. There's so much in there. You've really got to check it out. And I recommend everybody go to Bandcamp or Spotify and all the digital platforms you find music. It's on there. A couple of my favorite songs is Knock You Off Balance, and I played it on that episode. If you go back and listen, Top of the World, Knowledge of Self. And they're working on new stuff, too. I mean, he they don't, they're not letting up. I mean, this album, it feels like it was uh, years ago. It was only a few months, but uh, they got some new stuff coming out. So now I'll definitely talk about it and help premiere it and uh, promote it when it comes out. But definitely check out this Fountain of Truth from Dre Cobbs and DJ Real One. Just straight, straight hip-hop right there. I mean, he... You can't go wrong with this stuff, man. I mean, this is really, when you hear it, it just moves me. It gets me excited about the music that I've always liked ever since, you know, I started listening to this stuff back in the 80s. An album that I never thought I would ever be saying I'm going to get again was a new Gangstar album. And to all of our surprise, Premier found a way to get some guru verses, put them together with his production, and we got a Gangstar record. And, I, you know, I was just floored by it. I could not believe it. One of the best yet is the name of the album, and uh, if you're a true Gangstar fan, you probably already have it, you've already heard it, you've played it over and over again, it's just really a great album, and it's just, it's kind of like when the Tribe album came out a few years ago, I never thought I would see another album again from these two groups, and uh, unfortunately, Fife had passed away right when that album was dropping, Guru of course has been gone for about 10 years, but the legends still live on, and their, their legacy is still there, and Thankfully, there's a lot of material that they still make music with. And uh, Premier found a way to take these guru verses and uh, craft them into a Gangstar album. And the result was uh, nothing less than perfection. It was just a really great album. You know, obviously the main songs in there, Bad Name, Family and Loyalty, a couple of the big songs off the record. I really like the one with Royce to 5'9 and Group Home, What's Real. Royce's verse is just chilling, man. He talks about the urn being in the room with Guru's ashes in it. It was just a, it's a crazy song, man. And it's just, the album is just really great. I mean, just to hear Guru's voice again, even if it's just one verse on a song, it doesn't matter. It's just exciting to know that Gangstar had a new album out in 2019. That's just a blessing that I never saw coming. So big up to Gangstar and that album, one of the best yet. Like I said, these are not in any kind of order. But if I had to pick my favorite album of the year, it's hard for me to not say Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib's Bandana is not the best album of 2019. This album is crazy. The production is sick. Of course, Mad Lib always kills it with the production. And Freddie Gibbs with that fast, like that, that thuggish style that he has, uh, just it, it's so great. And the thing about this album is the videos. You have to watch the videos, too. It's not just playing the music. The videos add that extra element to it. Uh, the video for Crime Pays and Half Main, Half Cocaine. So it's a whole story about, you know, Freddie Gibbs basically in the drug game and, you know, what he deals with. And the, the Crime Pays one is great. He's on a farm with zebras. And I can't explain it. You just have to watch it. But his stuff is just hilarious. Freddie Gibbs has a comic uh, side to him that you don't really notice until you start watching these videos and it's it's really well done feels like something straight out of adult swim or something but yeah i love this album there's a song with anderson pocky has called uh Giannis. i don't know if i'm saying it right g-i-a-n-n-i-s i don't know how to pronounce it but the album is, is crazy great it's got a james brown sample in it and the video's cool he's on the water talking to this drug lord and definitely check out bandana 
Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, one of the best albums of 2019, possibly the best album of the year. I'd have to really think about it. But if I was without actually putting a lot of thought into it, it might be my favorite album of 2019. And finally, my last album of my name here, I did a review on this album way early on, like maybe episode three of the Infinite Banter podcast, Clear Soul Forces from Detroit, their album Still, it's a straight banger, of course, and uh, these dudes, these four guys, they kind of remind me of a new version of like Souls of Mischief, you know, just the wordplay in the back and forth, they rhyme a lot about X-Men and comic books and stuff like that as well, but the production is really good, they have a song with Apollo Brown that's really good. Uh, that's not on this album, but it's it's, it's a it's a really good record, and uh, I definitely definitely promote Clear Soul Forces. Go out there and get their albums. Still, uh, three of the favorite songs that I have on there was Hit Me Now. They have a video for that one. Uh, Don't Stop, Dinner Time. Just a really good record, man. And I, I can't say enough enough good things about Clear Soul Forces and that album. Still, one of my favorite albums of the year. Dropped early in 2019, and uh, yeah, like I said. Nine really strong albums. There's other good albums. I, I didn't get to hear the Black Moon record. I know that was pretty good, and I missed out on that. There's some other stuff I need to get to, but these nine right here are some of the, my favorites, and I play them a lot, and I definitely can't say enough good things about them. So let's run down the line real quick here. Big D and Easy Moby, This Is My Life. Nomadic Poet and Dramatic XL, 1520, Mosquito Fly and Starships. Cool Kim, Demo Music, Confucius, King and the Pope. Drake Cobbs and Real One, Fountain of Truth. Gangstar, one of the best yet. Sky Zoo and Pete Rock, Retropolitan. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, Bandana. And Clear Soul Forces with their album, Still. Those are my nine favorite albums of 2019. And 2020 is already starting off with a bang. Dirt Platoon just dropped their album, Get Your Hands Dirty. You can find that at dirtplatoon.com and all digital platforms. And by the way, shout out to Dirt Platoon. They put a couple segments from the interview they did with me on the album, and uh, I was just mad geek to hear it. My voice is on there for like a couple seconds, and the fact that I'm on an album on a Dirt Platoon record is just crazy. So if you go listen to the album, the first thing you hear is their interview with me, and I talk at the last couple seconds of it, of the clip, and it goes right into the album. It just I was just mad geek to hear it. I, I couldn't believe it because it was a surprise. I didn't know, and I listened to it, and uh, I was totally geek to hear it, so... Shout out to Snook the Crook and Raph Almighty for putting me on their album. I'm just mad blessed they did that. That's just really cool, and I can't say enough. So go check out the episode I did with them as well, and uh, check out their new album. It's it's out now, and you can definitely cop it at DirtPlatoon.com or on all digital platforms. And look out for that new DJ Real One album, too, that's coming out, Trocar Alley. A lot of promotion coming up in this next year. Can't wait to talk about all these new projects that people I respect and know are coming out with. So stay tuned. We'll definitely keep you informed where to find that real hip-hop music because it's not on tv it's not on the radio but it is here on infinite banter yeah yeah what's up this your boy the legendary cool rock ski from the legendary fat boys i'm here on infinite banter and we're going to rock the house yes sir wanted to give a special shout out and congratulations to the notorious big for being inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame i believe i saw the doobie brothers and whitney houston maybe Nine Inch Nails. I mean, I honestly, I didn't really pay attention to the other groups because I'm not, you know, whatever. Doobie Brothers are cool, but I mean, I just didn't really care too much. I'm a hip-hop dude. So it was cool to see Biggie made it. Obviously, it sucks that he's not here to witness it and be part of it, but uh, for his fans and his family and everybody that's associated with him, it's a big honor. And uh, I'm sure there's some rock and roll guy out there that's pissed off that another another one of these rap guys is getting into the Hall of Fame. Damn it. 
it's not music, man. I remember a couple of years ago um, when NWA was uh, inducted. It might have been 2014, 2015. I don't remember the exact year, but I got into it with some guy on, on Facebook uh, who was a big Kiss fan, and I guess Gene Simmons, the guy with that stupid haircut, uh, he was complaining that NWA was going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he was complaining that if there was a hip-hop Hall of Fame, which I'm not 100% sure there is. If there is, then I'm cool with that, of course. But he's like, well, we Kiss wouldn't be in the hip-hop Hall of Fame. He's like, well, you don't belong in the hip-hop Hall of Fame. But he's like, why does NWA get to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, first of all, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is all genres. It's not just rock music, you damn idiot. So it doesn't really pertain to that conversation. Your, your argument doesn't hold any water. And furthermore, fuck Kiss. Kiss sucks. Like, name more than one song. I'll wait. They have one damn record. And they're in the Hall of Fame for what? For putting on lipstick and makeup? They're garbage, man. It's straight garbage music. And I, I'm getting mad again about something from five years ago. But this dude was complaining about Ice Cube and NWA being in the Hall of Fame. And it's just like, dude, what do you think is going on here? I mean, music from all genres should be recognized. And just because you don't like it doesn't mean you have to crap on it. And furthermore, your music isn't any good anyway. All you're known for wearing is like silver glitter and making bad music. I can't name more than one Kiss record. And that one song sucks. The rock and roll all night, whatever that stupid song is, it's hot garbage. Keep your mouth shut. At least NWA, they broke down barriers, man. They did things that Kiss would never have done in their... What, what do they break down barriers for? Like how to get Maybelline and make a bad record? Like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to hear it, man. So shout out to, to Notorious B.I.G. and all the hip-hop acts that have made it. And a shout out to those who are not rock and roll acts that have made it to the Hall of Fame. It's a building for music to celebrate music and the contributions that these artists have made. So when somebody like that dude wants to shit on a group from a different genre making it, I'm going to call them out every time. And even though that was a five-year-ago argument, I'm still talking about it today. Because I didn't do a podcast in 2014 or 2015 or whatever year that was. So I didn't have the chance to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it now. Gene Simmons can get the finger and anybody who has a problem with hip-hop acts being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, all of you, any one of you, can get the finger every day, all day. Shout out to Notorious B.I.G. And we're going to bring more hip-hop acts into the Hall of Fame. And more of you rock dudes are going to be pissed off. Hey, man, we, I, don't, I don't like this, man. What is this stuff, man? I don't like these dudes, man. Too bad. You're going to have to deal with it. You don't own the building. You don't own music. So you don't get to decide who doesn't get in or does. It's over for you. It's done. Hip-hop is the new rock and roll. Deal with it, man. Shout out to Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> and screw Kiss. Kiss can eat a fat one. Hey, yo, check it out. One, two, one, two. This is Nomadic Poet Live from the Thoroughborough, Northwest London, representing 1520. You know what it is. We're cooling out with my man DJ Soundwave on the... Infinite Banter Show. What up? What up? Dramatic Excel in the building. DJ Soundwave, salute. So now it's the time for me to give out my number one on my top 10 MCs list. And let me run down the line, the nine I've done so far. Uh, number 10 was Ghostface Killer from Wu-Tang Clan. Number nine was Redman. Eight was Cool G Rap. Seven was Notorious B.I.G., who I just talked about, making it into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Number six was LL Cool J. Five was Tupac. Four was Big Daddy Kane. Three was KRS-One. Number two, I talked about in the last episode, was Nas. And number one, no, it's not Soldier Boy or Lil Wayne or Drake or any of these idiots that people like now. Before I talk about who number one is, you know, again, I got to keep putting this out there. This is my favorite list. I'm not saying that I'm right and everybody else is wrong or this is the list that everybody needs to abide by, although I feel like my list is very good. I didn't take this lightly. I put a lot of thought into this, but uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's list is going to be different and there's going to be cats on here that I didn't say. Like right now, I'll just 
straight up put up there. I don't have Jay-Z on here. I don't have Eminem on there. It's not that I don't like these dudes. I mean, I respect their work and I have some of their music and I like some of the stuff they've done, but they just don't move me enough to put, put them in my top 10. They should probably be in somebody else's top 10 and I wouldn't even fault you for that. And if I was doing a list of just only dudes who make lyrics or only commercial successful MCs, yeah, Eminem and Jay-Z would be top of the list, but that's not the list I was doing. I'm doing the top 10 list for me, my favorite, the ones that move me. When I hear they have a record coming out, I drop what I'm doing, I want to hear it. And number one, as far as I'm concerned, there is no list. None of these guys matter if you don't have this person right here. And that's why he stays number one forever. He hasn't even made an album in like 10 years. And that's the God, the one and only Rakim. He is the greatest of all time. It's just, it's just, there's nothing about it. I tried my hardest to take him out of this spot and put other people in there. And every time I try to put someone else in there, I kept coming back to Rakim because he is the dude that started this whole thing. I mean, as far as like the way people rhyme, layered lyrics versus when I hear a Rakim verse, I drop what I'm doing and I want to listen to it. I'm right now reading his book, Sweat the Technique. I got it for Christmas. And the reason why I bring up the book is that I can't name too many people that I want to actually read a whole book about just them talking about how they figured out how to craft rhymes. He's probably the only one, really, maybe other than Karis One or somebody like that. But that's it. I mean, this that's how much it means to me when I hear Rakim. He's just one of the, he is the greatest of all time, in my opinion. And for some people, maybe he's just one of the greatest, but that's fine. The only knock on him is that he hasn't made a lot of music. In like 20 years, he's had like two albums. And I get that. That's a strong argument to say maybe he doesn't belong. But his body of work and the reason why people started changing the way they rhymed is because of him. And that's why, to me, he will remain number one, and it's going to be very hard to ever take him out of that spot, in my opinion. I remember how geeked I was when I was watching Luke Cage on Netflix. They had a guest appearance by Karis One. They had a guest appearance by Ghostface. Geeked for all of that. But when Rakim came on in the final episode, the last couple minutes of the last, which Luke Cage, by the way, is not even on anymore, so that might be the last thing we see. Rakim comes out as a new song about Luke Cage, about Harlem, and all I know is that I was totally geeked out about it and like I, I didn't react like that for anybody else and when I see Rakim there's something about when Rakim's standing on the stage and holding a mic it's just perfect it's just exactly what I want he's got that right everything about him man it's just he just he is an MC. I mean when I think of it it's that's the dude and I've seen Rakim perform like I don't know maybe like five six times uh, I got to see him at Eric B with their reunion tour last year just an all-time great all-time legend the one and only Rakim, number one on this list. I gave a couple of spoilers and hints that it would be him, and I'm sure a lot of people already knew he was going to be number one. But until I said it, I guess there's a chance he might have thought it had been Drake, you know, but <laughs> no chance in hell. Um, some of the people who didn't make this list that I really tried my damnedest to try to get him in there, but it was just too hard. Common was like right on the cusp, um, most deaf. Uh, somebody like Chuck D to me kind of belongs on a list too because of what he means for the political ideas that he stands for. And I, I think he has the best voice in the history of uh, hip-hop. And there's so many other people I could name, like MC Lights. I mean, she should be on anybody's list, too. I mean, there's so many that I could name, and I really wanted to put them on there, but it, it would have been like the top 20 then. And I could easily do a top 20, but I wanted to keep it to 10. And like I've said in the other episodes, you know, 10 and 9 could very easily change tomorrow. And, you know, some of the people in the middle could move around a little bit, but... As far as I'm concerned, my top four, Rakim, Karis One, Nas, Kane, they're always going to be there. It's going to be hard to move those. But um, yeah, Rakim's number one. And uh, like I said, 
Eminem and Jay-Z, I respect those dudes. I like a lot of their work, but I just, they just don't move me enough to be one of my favorites. A lot of people are probably upset about that, but uh, I'm sorry. Uh, they didn't make the cut, but yes, they are two of the greatest of all time, and they're great lyricists, and they've, they've made some great music, but for whatever reason, I just never felt them the same way that other people have. And somebody listening to this might be like, well, I never really like Nas the way you like Nas. Okay, that, that's perfectly fine. That's the debate. That's the whole point of all this. So anyway, finally got the list done. Rakim is number one, and it's hard for me to justify taking him out of that spot. If there's somebody you think should be number one, let me know. If you think I'm an asshole because I didn't include Jay-Z or Eminem, tell me. You know, that's fine. But uh, that's the list. Glad to finally got it done with. It was fun to do, but it was a little stressful because I was worried that uh, I was going to get it wrong. And I feel really good about that list. And if somebody's got some uh, alternative responses to it, hit me up. You know, DJ Soundwave 75 on Instagram, Twitter, at Infinite Banter. So hit me up and let me know. But yeah, that's the list. And number one is the God, the one and only Rakim Allah. Hey, yo, what up, y'all? This your friendly neighborhood fly guy, Cool Kim, a.k.a. NYOLA Idea with that demo music. Chilling with my good brother, DJ Soundwaves, on Infinite Banner Radio. Time for you to leave, assholes. Before I got out of here, I wanted to give a shout-out to three of my favorite independent female wrestlers who made their, uh, not necessarily their debut on NXT on Wednesday, but they, they were on TV, which is cool to see, and I was just excited because i seen them in person a couple times at Rise and Shimmer, and that's the impressive Indy Hartwell, Shotzi Blackheart, and Mercedes Martinez. All three of them competed in the number one contenders women's battle royal on Wednesday, and as far as I know, Mercedes... And Indy, that was their premiere on NXT as far as being on TV. Shotzi's been on before, but I've seen all of them live. Uh, I even got a picture with Indy and, you know, one of my favorites. I mean, when I first saw them, and a lot of them are great. I've had Shazza McKenzie on the podcast. She was part of the Rise and the Shimmer and Roxy, also part of it. Going to those shows and seeing so much talent, seeing what they do and knowing that many of them, if not all of them, should be in WWE or AEW, Ring of Honor. They're all talented and, and should be up in the big leagues, as they say. So just really excited to see those three on Wednesday night. And uh, Shotzi really played well. I mean, she she came back in the ring and she tossed out Shayna Baszler. I mean, that was just awesome. Uh, she didn't win, but she showed well. Mercedes Martinez showed well. Her and Shayna went at it. Indy was in there as well, like I said. And just really fun to see a lot of these independent women. NXT women's roster is stacked. I mean, compared to SmackDown and Raw, the NXT roster is really good. So much talent. And i really excited for the future of the women's division in NXT. And I just worry about them getting ruined when they come to the main roster because they get buried or don't get used properly, which happens very often even with the men as well. Just look at Shinsuke Nakamura and Bobby Roode, guys like that, who were over as he can be, had great gimmicks, and they got up to the main roster and just kind of stuck in the middle. Royal Rumble's coming up, so I'm really excited to watch. That's my favorite pay-per-view of the year, and can't wait to see what they do with who's going to be in WrestleMania, who ends up winning the women and the men's Royal Rumble and gets that number one contender spot to be in the main events for the championships at WrestleMania coming up this year. This year is just flying by already. Cannot wait to see Royal Rumble in a couple weeks. All right, that's it. That's it for the show. Kind of a short one, but uh, it was one I did by myself. I don't have any guests on this one, so it's not as long as some of the other ones. But I uh, appreciate everybody for listening. As I said, the show can be found on all digital platforms, specifically ones like Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. Now on TuneIn, on Pandora, 
Pocket Cast, places like that. You can follow the show on Twitter at Infinite Banter, as well as me, DJ Soundwave75. Same for Instagram, DJ Soundwave75. Facebook, we are at Infinite Banter. And once again, uh, rest in peace to Rocky Johnson, and apparently it looks like Walt Sicknan has also passed. Uh, so yeah, really, really sad news to bring. Two legends, one in the wrestling world and one in the hip-hop game. So rest in peace to both of them. Sad to hear the news that they had passed. And uh, once again, big up to Notorious B.I.G. for making the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right, I am out of here. Thank you for checking out the show. As I said, you know, those nine albums, I'll post them up on, uh, on the different social media platforms I use. And if you're interested in knowing about these records or how to find them or how to, you know, go, go online to get it, feel free to hit me up. And I'll try to put up as much information about them as possible. Shout out to those nine albums. It's really, really good. And 2020 looks like it's going to be just as good of, of a year for music as 2019 was. All right, so I'm out of here. Until I do another show here, I'll talk to you next time. And as always, I appreciate everybody for checking out the show. All right, I'm out. <laughs>